All right, Harrison, ready to go? Let's do it. Le'Veon Bell got cut, right? Yeah. Okay, true or false? First question for the day. Oh, God. 50% chance. True 50, or false? Yep. Le'Veon Bell had more than four rushing games with 100 yards for the Jets. That is false. I remember hearing that. He had zero 100-yard rushing games for the Jets. And he had something like each of his touchdowns were worth like $7 million because he had so few touchdowns. 17 games played, 264 rushes, none longer than 19 yards, four total touchdowns, $27 million paid. Yep. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. So Le'Veon Bell is looking at either going to two teams in the AFC East to play the Jets, the Bills, or the Dolphins, right, or the Chiefs. Good old Chiefs. Why not? They seem to always have cap space for any player they want. Why would you not want to go to the Chiefs right now? Yeah, I mean, I get it. He goes it, to the it, Chiefs. The Jets pay most of his salary because they're yeah. on the hook for $6 million this year. And so- he can possibly get a ring. Yep, he could get a ring, and then he could just move on to another team. I think that's, from what I'm hearing and my personal opinion, I think the Chiefs is the best landing spot. But he does have a home in Miami. He has a home in Miami. He works out there in the offseason. And the Bills are interesting because until the Titans just completely smashed them in the other night, just completely obliterated them, uh, because it wasn't even as close as the score looked yeah, Tuesday night. It was terrible. But before that, the Bills were a four-win team. They were rolling, but they hadn't really gotten the running game going yet. Yeah. So maybe Le'Veon Bell sees a chance to go to Buffalo where he can slide in, take on that job, and keep it after that season. I think it was something I heard earlier that everyone was kind of bashing him because he says he wants to go where he can be productive. And the Chiefs, the Jets, not the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins – are ranked like 27th, 28th, and 29th in run blocking in the NFL. So people are bashing him for that by saying like, oh, you're just going to those teams because they're good right now. Yeah. that's not, And, and um, those three teams are the next three to play the Jets on their schedule. So he would get his revenge game within the next three yeah. weeks. He doesn't even have to wait. Right. Um, I think if I'm Le'Veon Bell, I'm trying to figure out a way to get back on the Steelers. I don't know if they want him. I mean, they've let Antonio Brown go, and they've let him go, and it seems to work for him. Yeah, but they offered him a contract before they let him go. He, he, Le'Veon Bell, a little bit of a prima donna with wanting his money, Mm -hmm. but Mike Tomlin's a player's coach. He gets that. So the fact that he wants to, he just wanted to make more money in free agency and leave, that's something they can fix more than Antonio Brown, who literally just got caught up in all his own antics Mm-hmm. Like a, he brought a three ring circus to town to get out of there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think if I'm Mike Tomlin, if I'm the Steelers, I'm looking at how good my team is rolling, but you're get you're a little inconsistent at running back. James Connor isn't doing it every week. So you could bring in Le'Veon Bell for the veteran minimum, mm-hmm. have the jets pay 6 million to him, use him for a year. He gets to go back to where he's comfortable, look really good, try to make his money in the off season. It makes a lot of sense to me. That doesn't make sense, but I've heard that we'll probably hear by today. If he wants to be, able, he won't be able to play Sunday. But if he wants to be able to play by next week, he's got to make his choice by the end of this week. Yeah. So, I think in that short period of time, his only thing is like, I want to win a championship. I want to be good. I want to have a spot I can go to. And I think the Chiefs have that spot for him. I mean, Clyde Edward Hilaire is not the power back. 
No, I mean, so he Le'Veon has, Bell can be, and he can be a good third down back also. Yeah, CEH has not been what they thought he would. No. But also, or he's still young, though. But that run blocking stat is very telling because he looked terrible in New York. Yeah. He can't just And the go Jets s- were ranked like higher than those three teams like, in run blocking. Exactly. So he can't just go somewhere and look bad and expect to get a new job. He better be thinking this out. Yeah. Go somewhere where you're going. You know where I think he should go? Where's that? The Rams. Yeah, they need a running back. The Rams or the Cardinals. Yeah. The, the Rams have three running backs, and none of them are really doing it every week. The Cardinals are not getting what they wanted out of Kenyon Drake, and they already paid him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard the Cardinals, too. I think, I mean, that would be a great fit for him, and it would help boost Kyler Murray. And it would help take a couple of defenders off Hopkins. They have to yeah. load the box a little bit. That takes us to our first topic today. We are going to be talking about offensive lines and quarterbacks Who's responsible for a sack? Yeah. Now, for so long, everyone always talks about a sack as being a stat for offensive lines. If you get sacked a lot, the offensive line is bad. Mm-hmm. We would argue, or at least I'm arguing, I believe you're on the same page here, that being sacked is a quarterback stat. Yeah. Yeah. It's not no. like... so. The Broncos, for example, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this, you know I'm a Broncos fan. That's what I usually go to. That's where my examples are coming from a lot of times. I apologize if you're unfamiliar with the team. You're going to be by the end of this. But basically, when Drew Locke was in, he had one of the top three lowest sack rates. Mm -hmm. And then Jeff Driscoll came in and had literally the worst sack rate in the league. Yeah. Behind the same offensive line. Mm -hmm. It's really about the offensive line is going to buy you X amount of seconds. But you need to move in the pocket. You need to be able to get rid of the ball. You need to do those things or you're going to get sacked. And it's not always on the offensive line. Yeah, I was having a talk with someone earlier today about this exact subject. And he was saying it was on the offensive line. Like it should be recorded as a stat for the offensive line. But my point was, where do you define it? Like you can define it as the quarterback. You can easily write that as a rule, solid rule. You can't do that as the offensive line because what if it's the fault of the quarterback? Right. The quarterback can hold on to the ball for 10 seconds and run around forever and eventually get sacked. The left tackle never lets anybody by. Yeah. You get sacked on the right side and it goes against uh, – you can't put a sack on them. Yeah. Like how, And then it's like if two guys are blocking Aaron Donald and Aaron Donald busts through, who gets who's at fault? Exactly. I just – I don't know why people consider it that way, but I, I'm glad we agree on that. I'm glad we don't have to – yeah, it's definitely the quarterback. I mean, you the basically like with the offensive line, it's a bunch of ifs. Like if the offensive line doesn't hold for long enough, it's a hypothesis basically. What you're deciding on is if the offensive line can hold up. Whereas with the quarterback, you can say, yeah, the quarterback held it too long. Trivia break. All right. Ready? Ready. So you've got the first one right. Let's see how you do on this one. Okay. And it fits. I lost my place. Can you tell me which running back has 17 rushing touchdowns from the one yard line since 2017? That's the most in the NFL over that span. One running back in the NFL has 17 rushing touchdowns from the one yard line since 2017. Can you name that running back? Oh, I don't get multiple choice. No, you don't get multiple choice. I'll give you a hint. They're in the AFC. Is it Le'Veon Bell? Incorrect. Okay. AFC. Uh, it's a running back who you would think of if you're on the one. This guy is going to be running it in. God damn it. 
<laughs> think about, think about, come on. AFC. Some might say he's royal. Damn, it doesn't help me at all. <laughs> it was a big thing in the playoffs. Uh Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Derrick Henry? Yeah. Yes. I, I got it from the royal because the cleats. King Henry. King Henry. Yeah, think about it. Who He was the rushing leader last year. I thought he was. Yeah, but I would guess. expect Derrick Henry to be running from much further away and scoring touchdowns because he was the rushing leader. Like, one yard line, I expect a guy that doesn't really have high yardage percentage. Uh, yeah, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Um, I just think of when there's when I say most in the NFL over three years, I just think of Derrick Henry running all over everybody yeah, for years. That's true. He's been Did you see the stiff arm? Yeah, that stiff arm was crazy. <laughs> he he pushed Josh Norman into thinking he was back on the Panthers. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, good thing you left the Panthers and didn't do that to us. <laughs> oh, Josh that's Norman. That's what you get. I forgot Josh Norman was in the NFL still. Yeah, I know. Ever since he was on Washington, I didn't realize he went to a different team. Well, that was this year was the first one. Yeah. He, he was on Washington last year. Yeah. I think that um, Josh Norman – is a classic example. He pulled a Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, he wanted more money. He wanted more money, and then he went to a team where he just wasn't as good. You should have stayed in the system where you were succeeding and gotten as much money as you could there. Yep. And could have possibly won a Super Bowl next year. I mean, that's what the Panthers were lacking that next year was defense. Yeah. But Shut down corner, but well, I'm, glad, I'm glad they didn't. No, I'm not talking about the year that oh, okay. the Broncos won. Oh, I'm I about the following year. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You, you think they could have gone back if he hadn't left? Oh, yeah. They would still have their same team. Yeah. Maybe. So, uh, you want to do news? Yeah. Let's do it. So, Dwayne Haskins, a little news came out about him, about why he may be getting traded. I don't know if you've heard that or not. No, tell me. Okay. So, Dwayne Haskins is now on the trade block. Uh, apparently, what happened was he upset a bunch of players on his team by bragging that he had a 300-yard game against the Ravens, which they lost that game like 30-17. to 17. So pretty handedly got beaten and already sitting on on Ron Rivera's kind of bad side, I would say. I mean, Ron Rivera yeah. was talking about if you don't start performing, you're going to get benched, which ultimately what's happened. But apparently the reason he got benched was because he lost locker room after that game. Now, see, this is a double-edged sword, I think, because you want to make – so if I'm him – I don't want to get benched, so I want to point out that I had a 300-yard game. Right. But I also don't want to – you also – you've got to have that self-awareness that this enti- your entire team just played a game and you lost it. Yeah. You can't come in bragging that your stats were good. That's not going to sit well with anybody. No. And this isn't the first character issue they've had with Dwayne Haskins in his short time there. And After he scored yeah. his first touchdown, remember? He didn't go back out. Like, they had, like – Get get on the field, get some stuff done. He's literally over there taking selfies with somebody in the stands. Right, like it, he's too ready to be the star. Well, that was going to be my point. Like, if he was already performing like a star, yeah, then yeah, I could understand him being like, "Well, I had a three hundred yard game. What were y'all doing?" But he hasn't done that. He no. he's just he's a below average quarterback that has played that way and. You can't go into the locker room after a loss and in front of veterans say, hi, I'd had such a great game. He's shown flashes. And I think Haskins could be very successful in the right system in a stable environment. Yeah. Nothing about what he has been through has been stable. But when you hear stories like this come out of the locker room, you start to realize that maybe 
just maybe this isn't all on management for the Washington football team. Right. Just maybe he needs to grow up a little bit because Dwayne Haskins is pretty young. And he may not get it yet. I think if anything could change his career, it could be this being benched. It could be a pivotal change in his career where he's like, all right, I got to start acting right. I got to start playing right and focusing on the game and not what I'm doing, the shenanigans outside of it. Now, a team like maybe uh, the Jaguars, maybe like uh, the Bucks when they start looking to replace Tom Brady because he's only on a two-year deal. Uh, Maybe even my Broncos if Drew Locke doesn't pan out. Those are the teams you're looking at where the Redskins might try to trade Dwayne Haskins because if he gets benched, if they get a bad enough record and they're getting a new quarterback, if Ron Rivera is going to go get his guy, he's not keeping Haskins around. Yeah, they're going to get the pick. You want to get something for him, but I mean, I don't even think they'd get a third for him. No. I think it'd probably like a fifth or sixth. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like a conditional, or it's like, yeah, you'd have to like maybe do a player swap. Right. Um. But I could also see Dwayne Haskins turning into like a Jameis Winston, that ability to throw the ball a lot, yeah. like, but not having the best numbers at the same time. Well, he threw a lot of deep balls at Ohio State, right? Yeah. His deep ball's not there yet. But I actually read a really good article about this today at in the Athletic. Shout out Athletic if you don't have it um, worth the money. Yeah. It's on sale for like $2 a month right now. I think I saw something like it was like a dollar. Yeah, it it's like actually a, less than that. Yeah. Um, but basically talking about how quarterbacks – the, the ones that are really succeeding right now from the 2019 class are the ones that have figured out the deep ball the quickest. Gardner Minshew, mm-hmm. um, he's a top fantasy play, top 10 most weeks. He's throwing the best deep ball of the class right now. Um, Drew Locke is not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but Dwayne Haskins was right there among him. Like, the, just you could tell, like, it's him, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins. Like, those are the guys that haven't figured out the deep ball yet. Mm-hmm. You want to flash forward to somebody else. It takes you a couple years to get that down. Like Patrick Mahomes, his deep ball came together very quickly. Herbert seems to have one almost off the bat. Yeah. So they're getting all the praise. But throwing the deep ball doesn't always win. Right. Herbert hasn't won a game yet. Okay. So next on news, uh, Pro Bowl came out this week. I don't know if that's an organization or not. <laughs> like whoever organizes the Pro Bowl. Yeah, the the spokesperson or whatever came At out. At best, they're like a subcommittee, right? Right, a subcommittee, whatever. Came out this week and announced that the rosters will be announced, but they will not play the game. But. Oh, wait, let me hold my applause. But we do get to watch some fun, look at me, fun activities this year. So the players that are selected for the Pro Bowl will not play a game. But they will do activities. And I'm assuming those activities will be like what they've done in the past few years where they have the little games and everything beforehand. But, yeah, that <laughs> that's the news they came out with this week. How excited are you about that? What I mean, are they going to play beer pong? I hope so. I'd that like, would be cool. I'd like to see them play like cornhole or like, you know, just like random lawn games. Yeah, I don't care about their skills. They prove that on the field. No, and they, they don't need skill competitions. But let's get some like, how good were you at college? So like beer pong, yeah, uh, flip cup, right? Let's get some drinking games out there. Let's get these players drunk. Put them in an escape room. Yeah, put different ones in an escape room and just see who gets out of there first. Yeah, I like do that. like quarterbacks versus safeties or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think. See, I think if you do something like that, I. I would definitely watch something like that over the Pro Bowl almost any day. 
Well, I don't know who's watching the Pro Bowl to begin with. Yeah, like, nobody. What do you gain from it? <laughs> you, uh, you, if you have a gambling addiction, it gives you one more football <laughs> game. Really, I think if, people, if if you have a gambling addiction, if you're wondering if you have a problem with gambling, if you've bet on the Pro Bowl multiple times, you do. Yeah, ninety <laughs> percent chance you do have a problem. Yeah, just double down on the Super Bowl. So we had another. Uh, I'll double use the buzzer. We had a nubble, another uh, head coach bite the dust. Yep. Dan Quinn this week of the Atlanta Falcons bit the dust, and he is being replaced by defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. But news came out today that I'm going to add on to this is they've shut down their facilities. Now, so, what I heard, and I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, but from what I heard, it was one positive test. Yeah. But it was a non football player. Yes. So it looks like the game will still happen. Possibly. I mean, the game is still set to be on last I checked. Yeah. So, I mean, if because if it's not a football player, you know, even in a non-COVID year, how often is the quarterback going up to the accounting office being like, dabs for everybody? Right. How's everybody doing? Let's all touch hands. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're not seeing each other. Yeah. So, I think, I think they could dodge a bullet there. I want to go back to this. Why is Raheem Morris the interim head coach? I don't know. You have a team... With a defensive head coach who literally got fired for having historically terrible defenses. And then you promote the defensive coordinator. And then you promote the defensive coordinator. Yeah. And now they're talking about, I mean, they did an interview with the owner of the team, and he was like, I hope going forward we have Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, but there's talks of trading them this year. Well, I I thought, wasn't the exact quote, that's not my decision to make? Yeah, it's not his decision to make. But he said, I hope going forward we have them. Yeah. I think uh, I don't think there's any chance they get rid of Julio, but I could see Matt Ryan being gone if the if the Falcons don't win a game. I can see the I, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. If they yeah. have a chance at one of those quarterbacks, Matt Ryan's what 34, 35, 36? He's yeah. right in there. That's what I'm saying. They seem like they might be in the running for tanking. Yeah, at this time, I mean they haven't won a game and they played some terrible teams. And, uh, and there's been a lot of talk about how they're going to respond. Like when teams get their head coach fired, they either rally right. behind their new interim head coach, or sometimes they're just so downtrodden they start checking out and looking for that trip to Boca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Trevor Lawrence is a pretty picture to look at when you're thinking future of your football team. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is a pretty pic- <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is a pretty picture to look at when you're looking at the future of your football team. Yeah, I think that um, it, it just it sucks that we're at a point already on like week six that <laughs> we're talking. We talk nonstop about the draft coming up in April and Trevor Lawrence. And mm-hmm. it's like people we've just media is so focused on that first quarterback like Sam Darnold was that quarterback. And now yeah. there's talk of if the Jets tank all the way. They'll get rid of Sam Darnold. And ESPN did a poll of like GMs. They don't think that um, Sam Darnold would fetch a first or second round pick. Jeez, see what I'm so saying? It's like, like such a waste of money. It's such a waste of money. You don't get and like whoever does trade for him gets him on a contract or gets him on a deal, and you get that first first round pick deal. So mm-hmm. you get that extra year, and you didn't give up that pick. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought Josh Rosen was going to be a steal for the Dolphins, but. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he's on the practice squad now for the Bucks. So he fell fast, very fast. That could be Haskins' future if he doesn't get out of there. Very true. Time for trivia. Ready? Ready. Question number three. All right, I'm two and zero right now. Right, two and zero. 
A quarterback now has 13 career overtime wins as a starter. That's the most ever. Who is it? It's a current quarterback. They won an overtime game over the weekend. Now they have the most ever. 13 career overtime wins as a starter. So I was at a wedding this weekend, so I didn't get to watch any football. Shouldn't have said that. Should have just go for it. So There's a lot of context clues in this question here. I know, but I don't know who won an overtime game this weekend. Well, I, the key here is most ever, not most of participating quarterbacks in the league. Like so any quarterback I, okay, who's I ever think played. I, I think I know what you're laying down. Yeah. Drew Brees? What would yes. have been your backup answer? Thank you. That, that was my first answer. No, but I mean, it, what would be your backup answer? I mean, if you, if most ever with a quarterback who's in the league right now. Tom Brady. Had he gone overtime? And Tom Brady was number one. Him and Drew Brees were tied until Drew Brees won in overtime Monday night against the Chargers. This is a redemption week for me. 3-0. <laughs> and 3-0. Oh. <laughs> oh, but can you go perfect? Well, I've won. I beat you already. You beat me, but you didn't so, get perfect. It doesn't matter. I beat you. I don't know. Do people talk about a perfect game, or do they talk about a well-pitched game? A well-pitched game. A win's a win. I don't know. You got three touchdowns. Are you going to throw interceptions? It doesn't matter if if we're not going to lose the game. (coughs) Look, to me, I don't care if it's pretty as long as you win. So after speaking about Drew Brees, um, that takes us to the Saints are... Not going to be playing their games at home anymore? So there's talk of that. There's talk that they might move the games to Baton Rouge, which would be the first time they've done that since Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. But uh reason is, is the mayor of the city is not up for allowing fans into the stadium. And so the Saints want fans in the stadium because that's how they make some money. Right. So it's all about money, basically. But, yeah, talk of moving the games to Baton Rouge. And um, another piece of Saints news, boom, curveball. I brought some news. There you go. They had to move their Super Bowl. Yeah, I saw that. The yeah, New Orleans moving Super Bowl. it back a year. And uh, that's what was the reason? Mardi Gras. That's right. I did read that. In 2024, it would have interfered with Mardi Gras, so they moved it to 2025. You know what? Roger Goodell doesn't get a lot right. Yeah. But whatever. It, Let the people party. Yes. You don't want to go up against Mardi Gras. No. With your Super Bowl. Could you imagine the infrastructure issues and just like trying to house everybody? That town would get destroyed. That would be the most expensive trip to New Orleans anyone's ever taken. Well, that, but I think like what you're saying infrastructure wise, like I think the jails would be maxed out that night because people <laughs> would get so drunk that they would get, everyone would be getting arrested for doing stupid shit. And. I think like bars and stuff like that would get trashed and destroyed when if the Saints were to win. Like God, could you imagine that? The oh, city yeah. would catch on fire. Oh man, the whole thing would be done. If the Saints went to the Super Bowl and played, good grief. Yeah, that'd be the end. Is that the end of your news? That's all my news. Okay, yeah. so that brings us to our wild card question. Okay. I kind of like doing the wild card question. Is this last for week. any sport? This is any sport. Okay. I just randomly pick a sport. Mm-hmm. This question was done on Wednesday, so this was entering Wednesday night, okay? So this is before both the games got played yesterday. Okay. MLB. MLB. Which remaining MLB team has won each of their first seven games this postseason, outscoring their opponents by 24 runs? Oh, that's easy. The Braves. I watched every game. <laughs> Harris is a big Braves fan. Yeah. I brought this up because I thought it would be a nice note. 
But after their game last night where they lost 15 to 1 to the Dodgers, it's it, okay. it feels like a little bit of a I didn't mean it to be so cruel, but it feels a little me. It feels a little bit like Charlie Brown got the the football pulled. Got to you know? get the Dodgers at least one or two. Oh uh, yeah, make them feel good about themselves. There we go. Okay, I like that. So now let's talk about. Uh, you want to do pluses and minuses? Yep, let's do it. All right. Plus for the Browns, analysts think the Browns might have finally found their head coach with Kevin Stefanski. Um, you know they've got four wins. That's mm-hmm. the best they've done in a while. The minuses. They lost the only playoff team they've lost to. They lost. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Words not compute. <laughs> I'm just going to go off script. Um, the minus is the only team that they lost to is the only playoff team that they played. They beat okay. two NFC East teams. Yeah. They lost to the Ravens and they beat the Bengals, who were the worst team last year. So it's not an impressive four and one. Right. So everyone has uh Kevin Stefanski is gonna get a statue outside in Cleveland. Yeah. He's everything's changed, everything's fine now. I think we should hold our horses a bit on the Browns. I agree. Uh, I do think they're heading in the right direction, but I think it's a little bit too soon to say they've made it. The amount of names. They've almost got a fantasy football roster on yeah. the real Browns. Yeah. So they should be winning this much. I think this it's weekend like, will tell a lot playing the Steelers. Yes. At Pittsburgh? I don't remember. Okay. But either way, um, with no fans. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. But they got to start beating teams in their division that aren't the Bengals. Facts. Right. Um, but I think they're heading in the right direction. But like, it's like the Clippers. Yeah. Like they fired, they fired Doc because... They had higher expectations with the people that are on that team. Mm-hmm. They hired, they fired Freddie last year for the Browns because he they, only went like six and nine. Yeah, they did terrible, and they have all these pieces they paid for. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, mine is Justin Herbert looks great so far. Sorry, Ian. Plus for the Chargers. Plus for the Chargers. Minus, they're still not winning a damn game. <laughs> they have lost. They have had leads in all three games against the Bucks, the Saints, and the Chiefs, and have blown all three of those leads. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they had at least a ten point lead against the Chiefs. I think blew it. They were beating the Saints, the crap out of the Saints. Blew it. Had a chance to win it with a game winning field goal. Blew it. <laughs> Trivia. Ready? Ready. <laughs> this AFC team is now the fifth in NFL history to blow 17-point leads in back-to-back games. Is it the Chargers? <laughs> <laughs> I meant to ask that question before you got to your, your Chargers stat because it, yeah. it sets it up perfectly. I was going to say, that, I mean, they were up by like at least 17 in that game. And uh, if the Chargers lose a game where they had a, held a 17-point lead this week, they would be the first team in NFL history to do that. <laughs> so, Yeah, it's not looking good for them. And the five teams in NFL history, three of them are the Chargers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just not good for their organization This is just what they always do. Yeah. All right. No defense. So my next one is for the Cowboys. They're minus is they lost Zach Prescott. Huge loss. <laughs> Gruesome injury. Nobody wants a roof for injury. It sucks. No. Sucks for Dak Prescott. But you know, you can hate a team, but you want to beat them fair and square. You want their ankles attached when yeah. you beat them. Yeah. The plus is Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, uh, saved the game for them in like in the last minute. I and think so. They have potential for a good backup. 
I think Andy Dalton's the best backup in the league, or arguably the best backup in the league. He's basically just a starter that's yeah. been forced into a backup role. Yeah, exactly. Because they drafted their first-round pick in Cincinnati. Exactly, because he got pushed out of Cincinnati. Yeah. He gets $3 million if he sits on his ass. Yep. And he has $7 million if he hits all of his incentives. So Andy Dalton has nothing but reasons to look good. The offense has been humming along. I mean, if Andy Dalton just does what he would usually do when he was a starter— he should be fine, and he's back in Texas where he's comfortable because he's a TCU boy. Yeah, the Cowboys are another one of those offensive teams that kind of have a fantasy lineup to start. Like, I mean, you consider Michael Gallup a pretty good receiver. I mean, Michael Amari Gallup's Cooper. actually been the biggest disappointment for fantasy receivers. Yeah, yeah. After his breakout year last year, CD Lamb has really taken that spot. But but he picked up in that last game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just don't. I'm not going to start him. Um, Broncos plus minus. Um, the minus is the Broncos game got postponed. I didn't get to watch it. Yeah. It'll be Monday. The plus is the Broncos are undefeated in the month of October. Yeah. Have they played a game? The Jets. They beat oh, the Jets. Yeah. They lost three games in September. <laughs> yeah. Then they won one, and then they haven't played again. Keep rooting for COVID. Yes. Keep, <laughs> keep that win percentage, baby. Yeah. Keep that win percentage. It might be your only successful month. <laughs> I don't I don't like the way you're talking about it. <laughs> I really think that um the Broncos Patriots game is shaping up to be a lot more interesting now that it's been moved because Bill Belichick gets to have uh Cam Newton back and uh Drew Locke might be back for the Broncos. Yeah. So it's gonna be very interesting just to see that matchup. And a lot of Broncos players are coming out with the right mentality of mm-hmm. you know, you wanna beat Cam Newton. And Gilmore. You don't want to play the Patriots and beat them when those guys aren't there. You want to beat their team. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Chiefs now. They beat them with nobody on the team, basically. Yeah. And then come back and lose the next week. You Now you're starting to say the Chiefs are falling in the power rankings and everything. and Which it's not I love. looking good. The only time I've ever enjoyed a Raiders win was when they beat the Chiefs this past weekend. Mm-hmm. It was great. I meant to ask you that. Like, what do you think of interdivisional games? Um, it depends who's leading. Okay. So you want the team that's behind to win. Like if the Panthers are one game out and the Falcons were leading that year, you want the, you want the Bucks to beat the Falcons because you want your team to get ahead. Yeah. The Broncos are at the bottom or near the bottom of the division. Um, and so you wouldn't really want the Raiders to be the one, but with the chiefs playing the way they are mm-hmm. winning their super bowl. And then just like, Looking like they're on the way to another one. Yeah. Yeah. You just want anyone to beat them. I just want them to be beatable. Yep. But after the Chargers played them close, the Raiders beat them. Now the Broncos have to look competitive when they play them or they're going to look like the worst team in the division. Yeah. Which, who knows? They might be. Everyone's hurt on the Broncos. It's not looking good. What is it? The 49ers, the Eagles, the Broncos. I mean, there's so many teams that are just depleted. Yeah, and the Eagles have to play the Ravens this weekend. So, that's going to be a beatdown. After losing to the Steelers. Yep. (laughs) Okay, last trivia question. You've already won the majority. This is just to see if you can completely sweep me, okay? All right, bring it on. The Rams will have gone six straight years without a first-round pick. Because of that Jalen Ramsey trade, they traded last year's first round pick and this year's first round pick in 2021 
away to the Dolphins, mm-hmm. the Jaguars. Sorry. Who was their last first-round pick? Six straight years without a first-round pick. The last time the Rams actually picked in the first round, do you remember who the player is? It's a prominent player who was still on their team. It's Aaron Donald. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I know, I know. Because he went before um, Carson Wentz. It was Jared Goff. Yeah! You didn't sweep me. No sweep. No sweep. Cheers. No, I get it right. No, you I always get a Donald. second guess. No. You always give me a second guess. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, I, five for five. Because uh, it clicked with me. After I said Aaron Donald, I was like, wait, no. It's been sooner than that. All right, how about we set rules for it? All right, if it's, if it's name a player, I'll give you two guesses. Okay. If it's multiple choice, you have to do it in one. Yeah, that's obvious. Okay. Well, because yeah. the first question with Joe Phil, but I gave you a second guess. You never gave me multiple choice. Yeah, I did. Well, that was last week. That was last week is oh, what okay. I'm talking about. This week, you're 5-0. Oh. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah! 